Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I am Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Aaron Larsoul, a a more jovial Aaron Larsoul than I than I normally see. What are you What are you, What are you drinking today, Anthony? I am drinking water. Uh, well, I am not. <laughs> there it is. There it is. What kind is that? Is that is that like good champagne? Mm-hmm. What kind? What's which is it? The, 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 I, you know what? I don't know how to pronounce it. The V, the, <laughs> the clique, the V, clique, the orange one. The orange one. Trouble. All right. So uh, today we have an insane show. There is so much to talk about here. Um, we mm-hmm. had to talk about the Warriors winning. Uh, my lessons from the, the the Warriors winning. I have a theory on Russell Westbrook and him um, whether or not he's going to opt in. We have to ask the question if he's going to opt in by the time the draft comes along, so that the Lakers can maybe trade him. That's going to be a conversation. Um, we have to laugh at the Celtics. We have to uh, kind of roast the fact that Jason Tatum completely no showed in these finals. Just awful play from from that dude. Um, I, I just want to point out a couple of facts about the Boston Celtics in my lifetime that we have to get to. So, so we have a lot that we're going to touch on. Will Aaron make it through the show is, is also at question here. Aaron has not slept yet. I'm talking about my, and I am drinking champagne directly from the bottle. Will Aaron need to go? Will we need to pause the show so Aaron can go get a second bottle of champagne from the fridge? <laughs> I hope so. I I sincerely, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll that a boy. Some. So that that ain't the regular Maker's Mark. No, it's like it's. I, That's a special blend. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. So they gave us they gave us a tester bottle and they they gave us a so I I I finished the tester bottle. Um, but I have the, the nice bottle here off to the side and I'm, and on the bottle, it says uh, attached to it on a note says like the Lakers, our job isn't finished, implying that there is more championships, more great whiskey to be made and all that. So I said, you know what, until that time, I'm going to keep this thing sealed. It is, it is still sealed. It is. I can see. Um, and, and how do I not have one of those? This is outrageous. You know, yeah. If there's one thing that you, Aaron have struggled with, it's, it's, it's getting free stuff with ties to the Lakers. Um, <clears throat> what did you want to talk about on today's show? <laughs> All right. I've, I've put this off long enough. Um, I am just going to get out of the way here. Uh, as we have talked about, you are a Warriors fan by birth. You were, you were, you were yes. from the Bay area. You were from the Yay area. Yes. Yes. And and uh, I'm just gonna get out of your way, and I'm I want you to talk to me about like you know walk me through your night last night, the parts of it that you can <laughs> talk about, um, about the parts of it I remember. Yeah, I want you to tell me like I, I have heard all day about how this one just means a little extra. I want you to explain yes. that. I'm just gonna get out of your way and 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 let you cook here, being the the incredible chef that you are. I'm just gonna let you cook oh, about you. this finals. Um, I don't think anybody actually believes the bit that we've been doing for a while about no. me. Adopting. It doesn't help that you don't believe the bit. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I grew up a Warriors fan and, uh, I watched a lot of 25 and 57 Warriors teams. They and the were Warriors so were, bad for so long. The Warriors were 
what we think of the Kings now yeah. is what the Warriors were. What we used to think of the Clippers as, that's what the Warriors were. They were the laughing stock of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and people still went. Warriors fans, the Warriors have a really good fan, uh, dedicated, let's let's call Dude, it dedicated. The Roracle, like it, it, it had its own name because despite yes. them being terrible, they, they, they had incredible fans. And last championship before this run, 1975. Yes. Uh, the Al Adels and Rick Barry. Yeah. Warriors. Yeah. Um, and so my my Warriors fandom runs pretty runs pretty deep. Actually, last night I had a, a bunch of people over uh and barbecued for the game, including our very own Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And after the game, I made Sabrina watch the uh the Sleepy Floyd game. Mm-hmm. So in, in 87, on Mother's Day in 87, um, I was nine years old. Yes, I'm an old man. Um, I last minute from my PE teacher, for whatever reason, my PE teacher liked me and c- had tickets to the game and couldn't go. Mm. Um, and I, I think the Lakers and Warriors played in the playoffs in 91, maybe. But other than that, like the Lakers and Warriors have not played in the playoffs. So that was a time that the Lakers and Warriors, the Lakers were better. The Lakers ended up winning the championship that year, Mm -hmm. but sleepy Floyd had 29 points in the fourth quarter of a playoff game against the eventual uh, champion. Correct. Against, against Byron Scott and Coop and worthy and magic and Kareem. Yes. And, and Michael Thompson, shout out my guy, Michael Thompson, who also I don't think has slept yet. Um, And, so the Warriors have a place in in my soul. Yeah, um, as sports does. It's the best part of sports. It's 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 the best part of it that like your identity can be derived in in many ways from this team and this collective yes. energy yeah. that this team or a team can drive in a fan base. Um, and so like I cared. I cared about. The, I still care about the Warriors. Working in the NBA, I worked for the Trailblazers before the Lakers. I worked for the Warriors for a minute, too. Um, and that can diminish that. Um, but I still care about the Warriors. And it is some, it, it, I follow them not as much as the Lakers, but I follow the Warriors very, very closely. And you carry... You carry those, like, you talked about identity, right? And you carry that with you. Some people, not as much. But you carry that with you, at least for me. I carry that with me my whole life. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, or the Warriors winning really mattered to me. Um, and look, part of it, part of it, my connection to the Lakers, so it being against the Celtics very much mattered also. Yeah, that helps. But the other part of it that mattered was it's a nice try at squeezing that in there like you can thank you yeah, you, it, you can attempt it. i, 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 I see what you were trying to do but but i appreciate you, you. Know, let me have i'm not i'm not buying it here <laughs> um <laughs> the uh the draymond was right part of it mattered to me mm. as it relates to the warriors organization and steph specifically and it's not about draymond being right but the like the notion that it was about KD, that part of it mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was very excited. I don't, I think the finals MVP thing is kind of a strange conversation because it didn't really matter that much. I like, disagree, in, but okay. It, you, you think it mattered when Kobe didn't, like people held it against Kobe, but the internet didn't, well, the internet existed, but Twitter didn't exist then. Mm-hmm. Um, Sports radio, which was way louder. <laughs> like those, those assholes fair. are so fucking That's loud. fair, but we didn't have, we didn't have Twitter and we didn't have yeah. debate, like embrace debate, debate every morning Yeah, on TV. Not um, on TV, but yeah. So that part of it mattered. And I think it, it just, it, it that it really, it really mattered. And, and I, I am, inc- I'm very, very close with um, Michael Thompson. Um, when I was traveling with the Lakers, I sat across from him on the plane um, before the pandemic. I traveled. And so, like, the story of, Clay coming back and Clay wasn't Clay. Mm-mm. He had moments, but he wasn't Clay. And so all of that, the the KD part of it, um, the like Steph establishing, not establishing, solidifying the, the his legacy. And I heard um I I heard a really good thing. I, I got a I didn't haven't slept yet, but this morning I I woke up or not woke up, I got up and watched some of the you know, the embrace debate, the morning stuff. And I think, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said it right. Clay, uh, Clay, Steph didn't need to like prove anything, but this erased any question. Like what is any, there, there are no more. Yeah. buts about Steph and for Clay, everything that he has been through and my connection, obviously it's Michael's son and my connection with Michael and what it means to Clay and what it means to Michael for his son, all of that, you know, Clay coming off those injuries, all of that made this one, this one just, <laughs> and they said it, right? Like Steph said it in the postgame. Dude, he was, one, he was balling on the hits, court. He did. And he said in the postgame, this one hits different. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to contextualize it with, the Lakers winning in 2020 because that is like that is incredibly special to me. But whatever fandom I still have left, yeah, um, which isn't what it once was because like working in the NBA that will take it away from you. But whatever I still whatever fandom I still have left, this one I was very I was very emotional. You asked me what I did last night. I barbecued, had a bunch of people over. Some from Lakers Twitter, Lakers fans, Lakers employees, coaches. Sabrina came over a lot of like and just random friends, family, the whole thing. And um, yeah, this one, this one it was just it was different. It, it is. Different. It's funny how, uh, you know, championships at various points can mean different things. So like for me, the three peat was something that like was such a flash in the pan. That team was so incredible that uh, they were quite good. I took it. I took it for granted to be completely honest. Like as it was going on, I was so young and I was just thinking like, Oh yeah, this is just the Lakers. This is, this is what there's just supposed to be. I mean, it kind of is well, but then, but then like, we'll get, we'll know, get to this later. Shaq, where Shaq leaves. Right. Yeah. And, and, yes. and I have to watch Chris fucking Mim and I'm like, I'm like, God, 
can we go back? <laughs> can we go back so I could rewatch? Wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. Can we go back and like? Because I think I think, uh, and and the reason I'm bringing this up is because for Warriors fans, I think there has been such a stupid conversation about Kevin Durant and Steph. Was it was it Katie's team? Was it Steph's team? Who's the best? And it was like. And it and it takes away from enjoying like great basketball. And then Steph gets hurt. Clay has two just catastrophic injuries. You're never positive if you're ever gonna see him on the court in, in the same way ever again. Um Draymond Green is starting to show slippage as well. And it turns out that was just disinterest in playing for a bad team. You know, although right. you know, he wasn't great in although these he finals. He wasn't great. I mean he was good last night, but, but he, yeah. And so like I think for Warriors fans and I think Lakers fans can actually really relate to this. It, you don't, it, you know, it's cliche, but you don't really recognize what you have until you don't have it anymore. And I think for for the Lakers and Lakers fans, you go through that three-peat and there was so much bullshit. And there was so much drama about, oh, Shaq and Kobe and and this and that and the other. And, and then Shaq leaves and you're forced to watch Smush Parker and Chris Mim and <laughs> Chucky Atkins and Chris, God. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're stuck watching you're stuck watching Travis Knight just garbage basketball that motherfucker he, <laughs> he yeah he would he would he fouled like it was his job like he got extra money for every foul <laughs> Travis Knight so other teams at that time were employing extra seven footers to foul Shaq Travis Knight made up for that by fouling the other seven footers he was like oh we're just out fouling okay cool so and so I, it, when when Kobe goes out and wins the next two championships right when he wins against Orlando like the Orlando one um that Orlando against championship White? against Dwight, like, I mean, like, we don't, like, the Dwight thing didn't matter as much, but that is, like, right well, up there for Dwight my... was a monster. Yeah. Dwight was... Well, he was, but I, I mean more from, like, a, there wasn't anything personal against Dwight. He was just no, a great no, no, player. No, 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 right, right, right. Um, eventually, the personal feelings towards Dwight developed because Dwight turned out to be an asshole for a little bit. And then... Um, easy, easy. <laughs> look, easy. he would say so. Um, and then, you know, you... you but the, the, that first championship with Kobe against Orlando, super likable team and all of that too, which, which always helps. But it was so extra sweet because we thought we would never see Kobe in that kind of a setting ever again. Mm -hmm. and, and I think for, for Warriors fans, I know for Warriors fans, he's, you're <laughs> there, I guess, Kobe. Uh, and and he, is, he is seen as, as that type of icon for, the Warriors franchise, the unquestioned face of the Warriors franchise. Um, and I think, you know, getting to see him in that setting again is a little extra sweet because you weren't positive you were, you were going to see it again. And you Correct. get to you get to answer the questions about finals MVP. Um, you get to it's it's a good team that you beat too. The golden the, the like it's a team that matched that's, well. By the way, that's a lot of I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. that, for me at least, the fact that it's the Celtics, yeah, with my Lakers connection that matters and there were so many media members carrying telling us how you mean dominant to tell the me. Celt <laughs> what you mean to Wait, tell that, me that there's an right. east coast bias in a largely based on the east coast yeah. media that 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 part of it that part of it matters a lot to me too but the other and you this is what you were alluding to until or not alluding to yeah said before i rudely interrupted you I think that is a big part of this also. The 
Right. Let's go back to KD and Russ and Harden and Ibaka. And you think like, oh, okay. Well, this is our first time here. Don't you, get back. You lose. You win game one big, and then you lose four straight to the Heat. And like, okay, look <laughs> at this young team. They're gonna be there. Dan Marino. Winning is a championship example. is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It is impossible. So you think that, like, let's take these the Celtics for example. All right, the Celtics are young. They're really, really good. They are. They're mm-hmm. really good. All right, this is just the beginning. Maybe, like, winning a championship is impossible. Yeah. It is fucking hard. And so you never know when that opportunity, this chance is the last chance, mm-hmm. right? You don't, you just don't know because the NBA, things happen, injuries and trade, all of it happens. Um, like, if you had to bet so one way that, or the other, that is on a Boston. big part of why this, this one feels this one is very sweet because the Warriors were done and then the Warriors and then, literally had the worst record in the NBA two years ago add add to all of that too by the way like everything we went through on a humanity level right mm-hmm. it's it's fans back in arenas it's you know sports we saw there's like a 30 percent increase in ratings these finals compared to last year's right and, and it's because like we do get to have that collective roar like we haven't heard roars of crowds in 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 the way that we were able to over the course of the season um, consistently. We haven't had that in literal years. So like everything comes together, and and yeah, it makes total sense that this championship means a little extra. The other reason it means a little extra is like all I've heard today is is um, you know it you know now Steph is top ten. Some people are putting him as as, as as high as top five. Um, Magic Johnson remodeled Mount Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he did. He's like, we need five people. No, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Magic out there with a chisel and hammer. <laughs> Magic, I didn't know you were a sculptor. See, but if he actually did grab his chisel and stuff like that, his hammer and chisel, he would quit like halfway through the, uh, the <laughs> putting Steph's face up on that mountain. I'm not specifically saying I disagree with you. I am specifically saying you said that I didn't. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I, I so like look, uh, um, it and by means, the way, can I? I need to say this, yeah, publicly before anybody comes for me on Twitter. Yes, Lakers people i will leave it vague lakers people know i grew up a warriors fan yeah. i will leave, i will leave it vague but don't come for me everybody knows i grew up a warriors fan yeah but so like or come the, for me actually i don't care i haven't slept in 30 hours yeah. and i've been and i've been drunk the last 24 of them so <laughs> yeah actually do come for me i don't care um but so like the the other the other part of the equation here is that this means a little extra Excuse me for Warriors fans, um, because their guy gets anointed in 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 a way. You know, top ten mm-hmm. ever is is for real. Like that is um, now. You know how high in, on that list he gets, and um, dunking on anybody who doesn't think he's there. I, I I wouldn't quite go so far as to say he's unquestionably, if he was to retire right now, a top ten player ever. I I would like to see how the rest of his career plays out. Um, but I mean, he's part, certainly part of the on problem that trajectory. Is, like, if you put somebody, this happens with like all NBA or yeah. all star. Like somebody's got to come right? off. Who are you taking off? Yeah. Yes, I think that is a big part of it. And so, so I, I, but I just yes, I, I think he is top I, ten. 
I think I, he was anyway, but yes. I want to see the rest of his career. I want to see the rest of his career. And then, and then at that point, when it's all said and done, then I, I might, I might be willing to take, you know, Shaq off, or I might be willing to take, um, like just in terms of career wise, not greatest player I've ever seen. Cause Shaq is like, he is on Mount Rushmore for players that I have ever seen play basketball. He, he, he'll tell you he's the most dominant ever. MDE. He'll tell you it's, it's impossible. And to I'm argue. not sure he's wrong. <laughs> Uh, there's that great picture that went viral the other day on, on Twitter where it's him dunking on all of the New Jersey Nets. All of the them. The entire, yeah, Totos. There was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Totos but, Los Nets. But so I, I want to talk about Steph's legacy, though, and, and legacy conversations, as you and I talked about, um, you know, can get dumb very quickly because a lot of context gets ignored in order to make a point that you want to make one way or the other. Um, for me, the way that I'm always going to think of Steph is like it is insane that somebody who uh entered the nba draft with questions about physicality with questions about size with uh questions about whether his game would translate remember from you watched him at davidson and he was this cult hero because how is this guy shooting like that? What? How? Yeah, LeBron went. Yeah, LeBron was going to a tournament game. Right. Yeah, who? Yeah. How? How is this actually going to work? And and so you had those questions and and like of all of the players that are on in on, like on the actual NBA Mount Rushmore in the top ten or whatever, you didn't have those questions about them, right? Like it was you look at Michael number two draft pick, right? Or three, 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 yeah, three. famously, yep. duh. Um, you know, uh, Will Chamberlain, unquite like. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yes. greatest college player that we have ever seen. Magic Johnson on that Look, same, in that of, same none conversation. Of, none of the guys, whoever you put in the top 10, yeah, in the top whatever. I think the Mount Rushmore conversation is a different conversation. He's not there yet, um, for me. I, for I think me. he is there because he, I don't think he's one of the four best players ever or the four greatest players mm-hmm. ever. But I think of the four people, you combine their greatness with... I think he is one of the four people you cannot tell the story of the NBA without. Certainly moving forward, for sure. But but go ahead. I, I want to, you absolutely should finish your point. But I think the thing to notice, whatever the top 10 is or top 12 or top 15, none of them look like Steph. Right. That's what I mean is that like you, you look at his pre-draft workout and I should have pulled up a few of them, uh, or the, the, the pre-draft scouting reports that were written about him. And there was almost none of them that were written. They were like, this guy is a bona fide, unquestioned future great player. Future, like, in the same way that, you know, Kobe, Kobe only fell to 13 because he chose to fall to 13. Correct. You know, uh, Shaq was was insane in college. Like, people, people think of Shaq as, like, kind of the bloated version of him. Um, three-peat era and in no. past, but <laughs> no. coming out of college, this dude was a superhero. Like yeah. he, he had Superman on his arm and it fit. Like, yeah, no, he was he, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon was, was incredible. So, so that's, that's basically like when I, when I think of Steph's legacy or the way that I'm going to remember Steph is, uh, am I going to go so far as to say like, um, you know, most questioned of all, of all time? No, like I, but I do think he is overachieved more than any player in the history of the sport. Like he is, he is so he's far six two or six three, yeah. one hundred and eighty pound dude. Although he's yoked, like I, this he's is one there. of the yeah, things yeah, that I've I've noticed yeah, about him. 
Uh, he has gotten there. Adam, you know, maybe just test him out. <laughs> for next year, you know, for, he is, for next he year. Is, he has gotten there. And yeah. by the way, that has, that has, I think, had a large impact on from him going to a, you're not that, you can get picked on. You're not that good defensively to yeah. wait. Like, well, also like his availability. Try me, try me if you want. Like they, they retaught him how to walk and all of that. And it's a fascinating process the that ankle, they went yeah, yeah, through for his ankles. Um, but also like when you get sturdier, it, it allows for those, those, those bumps that you get over the course of a game, those bumps that you get, especially for him, like for him, the way that you beat a Steph Curry historically is beat the chef <laughs> like, like that. And, and, yeah. and, and so like, I don't know for whether, where he falls on, on all time rankings and, and, and that stuff is to me, the least interesting way to look at this. For me, what I'm always going to think of with Steph is, holy crap, dude. Like, he went from, he was like a fine player early on in his career, too. Like, when he came into the league, he was he was fun as hell. He was fascinating. He was this test subject for where the, the sport might be heading. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you know, three, four years in, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, normally, I mean, great dude, players he... don't just, like, pop up. They don't, they don't just, like, kind of happen, and he did. Shout out Keith Smart. But when he, his rookie year, he was getting benched in the fourth quarter for AC Law. Shout out Keith Smart. Yeah. Um, so with the whole conversation, I think the best way that I've heard it put recently, and this is before the Warriors won, uh, he was he was talking with, uh, with uh, Chris Mannix, who's a Boston homer. So actually, I do need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Beck has covered the Lakers. He's covered the whole NBA. He was actually, a, I think he was a beat guy for the Lakers for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he up, Beck? put it like, <laughs> oh yeah, what up, what up, what up, Beck? Yeah, yeah that's uh, in front of the show, thing. Howard Beck. He's and he's a good dude too. Very good. Um, he put it that conversation that you're having about all time, and he, I think he put it better than I've heard it otherwise. And it's pretty simple. And I think this is right. And this is even before. Steph won his fourth title and and the finals MVP. He said there is a tier of the goats, and that is Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem. Kareem. You like wherever you have them, fine. I think LeBron is number one, but wherever you have them, it's those three. They're in a tier by themselves. After that, whatever that next tier is, Steph's in that conversation. Is that four through? six is that four through eight is that four through ten is it four through twelve four through fifteen whatever Steph is in that tier we can argue about where he fits within that tier but he's in that tier and I think that is to me as of right now that's the right way to look at it yeah. there are those three guys those three guys have separated themselves from everyone but Steph there's an there's a interesting conversation and we do this a lot right and I, I said this on our, our our spaces was it last no it was two Tuesdays ago when we were talking about why some quote unquote Laker fans might be rooting for the Celtics and it was because we have done a thing not we not you and I but we as in social media people media members have pitted Steph against Kobe specifically like he's the only dude that could be taken out of the top 10 or 12 or wherever you have Kobe. Yeah. 
as opposed to Duncan or Bird. I'm just throwing out names Hakeem. or Hakeem or Wilt or like whoever. For me, I, uh, I, I, and, and, so that is it, so I that's one in the magic. I think the out. magic conversation is interesting. Yeah. The, the point guard conversation, I think, is is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, the more I kind of th- like if I actually had to answer somebody's question and they asked, you know, who would come out if Steph goes in, I think Hakeem is the person who who goes to 11, which, by the way, is hilarious that like 11 is some disrespect compared to 10. <laughs> like, we, we like we like multiples. We, of we five. like round numbers for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So I. The, the other part of this, and I touched on this on last night slash this morning's version of or episode of uh, the lowdown, was how I think, like I I know, and we've already talked about it, how Warriors fans and they they have a, a kind of a weird relationship and a strange I think relationship, or just strange relationship with uh, Kevin Durant, and how a seventy three win team loses in the finals adds at that time the second best player in the world and um goes out and wins two championships with him the only time they lost with him on the roster was when he blew his achilles and clay thompson got hurt yeah right both yeah yeah both of them yeah and 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 even there it was still pretty competitive against that toronto team um he eventually you know, decides he wants to go to Brooklyn. He wants to play with Kyrie. He wants um, to be more of the face of the franchise that he could never have been um, playing next to Steph. And, and you know, the rest is kind of history. But it is it is kind of made for, again, just kind of a weird relationship that I think Warriors fans... And, and look, I'm, I'm saying this from the outside looking in, so whatever. But uh, I... And it... And, to my point about the kind of weird relationship, I just tweeted out. I think I said, hey, Warriors fans owe quite a bit of gratitude to Kevin Durant, not only for the two championships that they won while he was there, um, not only for trying to play hurt and eventually really actually hurting himself, but also when he went to Brooklyn, he could have just gone. Like he, or he could have just left that, that offseason. Right. Um, and so, and by the way, like that's how most people thought it was going to go. But um, by, uh, you know, okaying, whether you want to say he facilitated it, whether you want to, however it wants to be framed or people want to frame it, uh, he did, he was a part of a sign and trade to the Brooklyn Nets that brought Mm -hmm. uh, D'Angelo Russell, maintained Mm -hmm. that extra max slot that the the Warriors got their hands on by way of the cap spike. Uh, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell winds up turning into Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga, which will probably go back on or be one of the uglier trades um, that we've seen here in a bit. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been pretty positive for the Warriors yeah. thus far. And 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 so I I I don't know I I find myself kind of sympathetic to KD here, even acknowledging that he has made himself not the most sympathetic figure. Yeah, I mean, look, all of the, all of that is factually. I, I'm, I don't find KD to be a sympathetic figure. However, no. all of that is correct. Like it's factually accurate. The Warriors being able to get uh, D'Lo and then Wiggins, well, D'Lo, so that they were able to get Wiggins and Kaminga, um, <laughs> and and Kaminga. 
Yeah, yeah if you think the Warriors are going anywhere, <laughs> I would have Bob Myers, and they were just like, "No, nah, we're good." If you think the Warriors are going anywhere, <laughs> they have three lottery picks that didn't play in the yeah. finals at all. I'm not positive um, we're ever going to see James Wiseman play, but fine. I mean, theoretically, we're going to see him at Summer League. So you and I will see him because we, all right. he's... That's what we're going to do. You and I are going to watch that game together. We're going to make a big deal okay. out of you and I watching that game together. We're going to be okay. in the stands for, for watching him play at Summer League. Theoretically. Maybe. Because, yeah, he is, he is he has played not a whole lot yeah. in like four years. But... um. Yeah, so I don't think KD is a sympathetic figure. However, like to be factually accurate, the Warriors couldn't have executed the acquisition of D'Lo without convincing D'Lo to sign with the Warriors and convincing KD and the Nets to accept a signing trade. Because you're right, he didn't. They he and they didn't have to. Um, it speaks to the relationship that he had with some members of the Warriors and the time that he had there that he was willing to do that. Um, but I don't, I don't find him. I, I don't know that the Warriors fans need to send KD a thank you other than for, he was probably possibly, probably the best player in the world when he played with the Warriors. It was, it was one, two finals MVPs and yeah. went head up against LeBron. Outplayed and was, LeBron in those finals. Like he did. He was better. He did, in fact. But I, I think that goes back to why for Warriors fans, and I'm sure for the Warriors front office and, and players and all of that, is why this one matters. Because I said it before, Draymond, in that famous dust-up, this is this is what we're calling it, right? This is I can be a defensive coordinator can, for the commanders, I, yeah, is it? I, I can never think of those two words ever the same. Dust up. I, I think it's the commander, Washington Commanders, is it? Yeah. Right. Um, this is why that dust up in um against the Clippers, where Draymond kind of famously called KD a bitch <laughs> and said, We won before you and we'll win after you. Yeah. <laughs> like like commit or don't, and if not, beat it. Um I think this is why that that is why this one matters so much because for whatever we think he's right like yeah well like I, I but who needs there. who needs who KD ain't one KD ain't one like we can have a we can have a discussion about who carried and by the way I think that's kind of a silly discussion because those Warriors teams were so good like no that's why people were anyone. so angry. That's why right. people like, were so angry that Katie got there. It doesn't matter who's carrying. No one's carrying. They're just better than everyone. A 73 win team improved noticeably. A 73 win team got the best or second best player on planet. Yeah, they swapped who out also, Harrison Barnes for, also for Kevin fits Durant. Incredibly well. Yeah. It, so anyway, I I don't know. I again, it, this isn't. This might be me uh, being kind of contrarian here, or, or maybe overthinking it, but. And I understand why Warriors fans would ha be annoyed with Kevin Durant that like he would show up and be, I, I thought it was, he was the better player between him and Steph while he was there. You and I can go back and forth and back and forth so, on that. Okay. But, want. okay. But, but like, no, but so why has it KD won before or since? Cause he doesn't, he did, he wasn't able to bring Draymond and clay with him. Like <laughs> were, were Draymond and clay, like incredibly worthwhile in this series well but look again that are you saying that the culture of the war like the warriors culture that stuff is the face of doesn't matter like like 
and and Draymond being bad by his standards is still better than any defensive player that they have in Brooklyn by yeah, a lot. He had, but he has but he has Kyrie and Harden. Oh yeah, his hand-picked yes. guys, noted winners, Kyrie Irving, current <laughs> Kyrie Irving, and and James fucking Harden. Yes, his guys though. So that's why this one. That's why this one. That's why this one is what it is because. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know who is the better player between KD and Steph. Teron Lou would tell you it was Steph. We were like, we were terrified of Steph. So we sent much more help to him and KD fine because we were yeah. terrified of him. I don't know the answer to that. Who was better? I don't know. You know, you know how many people are, you know how many people in the history of the NBA that we were like factually able to say this about that so-and-so outplayed LeBron James in a final ser- in a series? It's only one. Not a lot. <laughs> not a, it's that only like one person. One. Well, I guess yeah, Dirk. not a lot. It's Dirk and it's KD. Yeah, okay. And JJ okay. Barea. And so like... <laughs> but no, but that's why this one, because I don't know the answer to that, right? Who was the It's an unanswerable question. Who? Yeah. I don't know. But what the facts are, what I do know... Yeah. Is the Warriors, let's call it Steph. Okay. Steph won before KD... Mm-hmm. And then he won after KD. And he won and KD after KD in large part because KD, like because they were able to 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 make that trade happen with D'Angelo Russell. And that's all I'm saying is that like weird relationship between Warriors fans and KD aside, this is still way, factually I think, true. I don't think they should. Yeah, I don't think the Warriors, like KD decided he wanted yeah. to come be a Warrior, gave everything he had, Won two titles, would have won a third if he didn't get injured and Clay didn't get injured, and then decided he wanted to go be somewhere else. I I don't know why any Warriors fans would have any animosity towards KD. That I think I agree with you. That is weird to me. Yeah, That's but all I think I'm it saying. is. But it is meaningful to me at least. It is uh-huh. meaningful that Steph won before him, and then Draymond called him a bitch and said, "We can do this with you or without you. Your yeah. choice." And then delivered on that right dude you're talking to you're talking on a lakers podcast the post shack championships really felt good because shack yeah. was out there telling kobe to asking uh telling kobe to ask how his ass tastes and all that stuff yeah, yeah and then yeah. and then kobe goes out and wins two more championships there's oh man i wish i i, I wish i had the clip in front of me but i'm gonna paraphrase and it. by the way in in support of that and kobe i don't like the oh yeah well kobe couldn't do it without pal Nobody does it alone. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Kobe couldn't do yeah. it without Powell. Steph You're couldn't right. do it without Wiggins. <laughs> nobody can nobody can do it alone. They just you just can't. It's just a ridiculous. How many playoff series did Michael Jordan yeah. win without Scottie Pippen? Zero. Yeah. Well, no, but I, I but like the um all right, really quickly, I gotta go back because this this Shaq Kobe story is great. They did it, I think, on a public forum. Shaq said something along the lines of like, man, I, I really wish we were, were more mature when we played together. We could have done all these great things. Um, and then I left and I got the one championship on you and I thought I had you beat. And then you go out and you win those two championships and you're always going to have one more championship than me. And I think he was kind of hoping for a little bit of sympathy from Kobe. And Kobe's like, you're fucking right. I have one more championship. <laughs> <laughs> Just so incredibly Kobe. Um, all right, uh, you, you talked about the animosity that 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 Warriors fans might or shouldn't or whatever whatever their relationship is with Kevin Durant. 
Um, that animosity is matched and exceeded by the way that Lakers fans feel about Russell Westbrook right now. And, oh <laughs> and, and he has a decision to make and he has a, 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 a pseudo deadline um, that he's going to be working with as, or the Lakers have a deadline that they kind of sort of need him to make this decision by. Um, the draft mm-hmm. is in less than a week now, by the time you guys are listening to this. Uh, he doesn't have to opt in to his contract before that draft. He cannot. The draft is the 26th. Yeah. Right? The, yeah his, and his opt-in date is the 29th. 29th. Yeah. Um, and so he uh, he cannot be traded until he opts in formally to that uh, player option that he has, that we all know, by the way, that he's going to opt in to. And, and yet, this is a leverage play by Russ. Whether, whatever reasons it might be, does he want to see if he can force his way to New York? Does he want to make sure that he doesn't go to Indiana? Does he want to make sure that he goes and he plays for Michael Jordan in Charlotte? Does he not want to get traded, which is uh, another possibility here? Um, you know, he has been dealt. He has been moved in, what, four straight seasons, I believe? Um, so so I think for for him, I understand why he won't, why he's holding on to this decision. It's the only leverage he has over the situation. Um, I also understand why the Lakers and Lakers fans are getting a little uneasy about, like, hey, man, how you feeling about this? not whether or not he's going to pick it up but if he's going to pick it up by the time that he might be able to be moved on draft night or by draft night so my question to you aaron is like do you how do you see this playing out because i the more i think about it i mean he could really throw a wrench into all of the lakers offseason's plans here um Hmm, how am I going to phrase this? Look, um, I don't think anyone is actually in the dark here. Um, okay. The decision, the decision makers. Um, I think everybody has a pretty decent idea of what's going to He was happen. at the Lakers facility, so it's not like he's not talking to the Lakers. Correct. Um, I think every... Can I put uh, think in air quotes? I think um, everyone here has a pretty good understanding of where everyone stands. And so I don't think that is going to diminish anything. But as I said on uh, the spaces on Tuesday, like what is Russ's incentive to make his decision public before he before he needs to? There's no incentive for him to do so. Um, how do I think this plays out? I suspect. <laughs> I'm trying. I suspect Russ opts in, and then we will see from there what happens. Um, however, if Russ is, you mentioned a couple places where, you know, there have been some rumors about him being a being a pot- potential destination for Russ. I don't <laughs> I'm being very careful. I don't think that um I don't think Russ is using leverage like oh I want to go here or I don't want to go here because I don't suspect any of those potential destinations are actually a no go. Ru- yeah, because I don't think that anywhere 
is trading for Russ to just like inject him into their team and like here we go we're building this here i think he is a salary only place where that might be the case not going as if like we're going to build with this guy long term but like i think indiana if you swap out him for malcolm brogdon and if they're able to retain um why am i blanking miles turner tj warren um yeah if if tj warren gets healthy like that's a playoff team. I, I do. I think it's a good playoff team. No, but it's it's your typical Indiana playoff team. They're going to be like the seven seed, and they'll win a couple playoff games. They'll get some playoff revenue, and they'll be happy with it because that's all their owners care.